Welcome to Coffee with Crane. I'm Joseph Patrick. This is a podcast series where I get to meet with industry professionals and chat about what's going on in the world of logistics. You can find all episodes of Coffee with Crane, as well as our Spanish language podcast, Cafe Con Crane, on our YouTube channel and on your favorite podcast player, too. Be sure to click that subscribe button, like, share, comment, follow, whatever you can do. It really does help our little show to grow. Now, as we're all well aware, there's a whole lot of things going on in the world of logistics these days. For example, uh, last year, Chicago became a bottleneck as Asian imports flooded in. And between rail and trucking and port issues, there's a lot to talk about. So, to tell us more about what's going on, we brought on Crane Worldwide Logistics District Director in Chicago, Ryan Angelis. Welcome to Coffee with Crane, Ryan. Hey, Joseph. Nice to see you, and thanks for having me. My absolute pleasure, my friend. Now, before we learn more about Chicago logistics and the situations over there, let's get to know you a little bit more. Yeah, you know, I'm born and raised in Chicago and and uh, come from a, a fairly large family here. I'm the, the middle of five boys and uh, my mom and dad and the family's all still real close. And one of the things that dawned on me recently was, you know, four of the five of the brothers are, are in sales and the fifth is a uh, licensed therapist here in Chicago. And it kind of occurred to me that we're all all interested in helping people kind of solve challenges, some of a some of a different variety. But um, it's, it's something that's kind of in the in the family genes, I guess, so to speak. So your mama raised a bunch of problem solvers. That's right. All right. And like you said, you were born and raised in Chicago. Tell us more about the Windy City. You know, Chicago's a great town. I mean, it's 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 obviously a big sports town. We've had tremendous success with the Bulls and Hawks and even the Cubs and White Sox have won one in the last uh, 20 years. So that's been a lot of fun. But I think from a from a tourist perspective and even living here, there's so many things to take advantage of. There's great architecture down in the city. Um, you've got the lakefront where you can do a lot of different activities and several beaches that are enjoyable. And really, you're, you're in close proximity to anywhere you want to travel to. I mean, you've got Wisconsin, which is beautiful, um, that you can be to in just a short hour's trip, and then Michigan and, and Indiana as well. So there's just quite a lot of options uh, to, to get wherever you want to go really in short order. And from what I understand, the rail system you all have there, out of all of the points, the rail systems, you all get most of them. And uh, O'Hare, of course, is the, the busiest airport in America. And being right there next to the lakes and all the ports and things like that, you're in the catbird seat for logistics. Yeah, Chicago's always been a gateway, um, you know, for logistics and, and again, the centralized location to the rest of the world and, or excuse me, the rest of the country and all the highways um, really naturally create that. But, you know, we're virtually able to provide a variety of different services because of the proximity in the Midwest. All right. So, you know, from moving a shipping container or dealing with a time sensitive delivery or uh, even a complex customized contract solution, you know, Crane Worldwide Logistics has the people, service, and technology to help, and we've established ourselves in that way. And Crane's going to be celebrating 14 years this coming August of 2022, and in that time, it's really become known as the employer of choice in the logistics industry. So, I guess my first question to you is, why did you choose to work for Crane Worldwide Logistics? Yeah, I mean, it was it was interesting. About almost eight years ago now, um, I was fairly new to the business. I only had about five or six years in the business at the time. And like many of us, we have other opportunities that come our way. And um, I, I'd been presented with a few that I really wasn't interested in. And I was utilizing LinkedIn before LinkedIn was the really the resource that we all know it as today. And I, I connected with Tim Zubrat via LinkedIn after looking at Crane Worldwide's website and, you know, kind of looked at the leadership board and, and a little bit about the company and was really interested. I thought they they positioned, we positioned ourselves now at that time differently and we had an opportunity to meet with Tim after a brief exchange on LinkedIn. I think we sat down just a couple of days later um, and it moved very quickly and I, and I knew I found the right place uh, once I decided to come on board. 
they uh, moved with a sense of urgency, huh? We'd say so, yes. And now you mentioned that you were in sales. Uh, what is your background? What led you to work for logistics? Well, I've kind of reinvented myself a couple of times. I started off in the car business. I, I, I kind of wanted to, uh, my first job was at a gas station and I, I really was impressed with the way that, you know, things would come in broken and leave running. And so I, I really took a liking to that. And um, my hands-on nature got me thinking I wanted to be a mechanic. So I went to school for that. And once I was there, I realized I wanted to do more and kind of progressed my way through the car business and became a manager um, in the car business for several years. And then um, had the opportunity to come into logistics through my network, through some old friends from high school that had started in the business and been in it for a long time. And they kind of thought I might be good at it. So uh, they, they stuck their neck out for me, got me an interview. And, and here we are. Well, it sounds like to me as a mechanic, you had a mindset that lets you want to figure out how things work. And if this is broken, why isn't it working right? So logistics is perfect for you because there's so many moving parts all over the planet at any given time. Now, uh, can you tell us a little bit more about the logistics industry and infrastructure right there in Chicago? Yeah, so we're, we're not immune to it, um, what's going on in the industry right now. I mean, Chicago has a tremendous amount of uh, volume, in both import and export and domestically. So the rails are, are certainly in, uh, continue to be a challenge here, uh, even though they've limited the amount of inland capacity that's been sent to the Midwest, still presents itself as a challenge, along with equipment issues, driver shortages, and chassis availability as well. So there's there's a lot of obstacles, but they're not unique to Crane. You know, they're really industry related. So I think what we've done a good job of is, you know, bringing the news to the clients quickly, um, finding solutions. So certainly anybody can tell a client that something's gone wrong. It's really, what are we doing to fix it? What solutions, no matter what cost might be associated with it, what can we do? And really get that out to the client and let them make a decision based upon the business needs. And you give them plans for that, like here's an option, or this is an option, or this is not, and they're all customized, which is great as well. Yeah, there's there's no one size fits all. Each 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 situation is unique, and each client's needs and demands are are unique. So we have to be as flexible as possible, and and really set expectations that are reasonable, so that we can we can execute for them. Now, Ryan, as the recording of this episode, uh, I know that while the world's trying to get its legs back from under him, uh, the unions uh, throughout the world, uh, especially here in the states and the UK, are planning on some strikes, which could uh, foul up any plans for progress. Uh, what's the news from the Chicago front? Anything like that happening over there? Well, no, there's nothing directly um, regarding Chicago land in terms of work stoppages or anything like that. But certainly, um, that would have a, a massive impact to 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 not only the U.S., um, the Midwest, and the world. So, you know, I think we're all cautiously optimistic, waiting to see what's going to happen. I think there's been some some good discussions thus far, but I, I, at this point, it's it's anybody's guess and. Again, that's where we really need to keep our ear close to the ground and, and keep communicating because any one disruption can certainly have a ripple effect throughout multimodal services. Absolutely. Well, uh, switching gears a little bit, uh, Ryan, uh, tell us what motivates you? In other words, uh, how do you make excellence a habit? You know, I think I'm, I'm competitive by nature. Again, growing up in a, in a family with four brothers, it was I'm kind, of the run of the, kind of the run of the litter, too. So, um, you know, that that certainly drives some competitive nature. But really, when I look at work, it's 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 recognition um, and, and it's compensation and, and it's, you know, gratification. Right. Are we doing things right? Can you leave after the day and know that you did a good job? But I look at, you know, when I first got here and I look at some of the successful salespeople and leaders in the company. Um, again, I, I knew that was part of the reason I chose Crane. I wanted to 
be able to challenge myself to be amongst those. So when I look at the, you know, the Charlie Mossbergs and the Mary Sikorskys, Billy Rubensteins of the world, and, and now even some of the um, newer reps that have come in and had a, a massive impact, I, I just wanted to be able to be at least recognized amongst them. Um, not necessarily had to be the best, but certainly wanted to be in a place where I could be amongst the best and, and have an opportunity to, to advance, which, which I've certainly been fortunate enough to have. I like that mindset a whole lot. Being amongst excellence is only going to lead to excellence. Yeah, absolutely. It's contagious. And how do you differentiate Crane from other 3PLs? I think there's a few things. Um, you know, I think it's our leadership team. I think it's the vision that they set. I think we're very flat as an organization and we don't have a lot of layers. So we get to a yes or a no very quickly. Um, and we're, we're always looking for a way to make a deal. We're always looking for a way to, to say yes, but when others might be looking for reasons why they can't. So I think I think those things make us different. Obviously, we have the technology, um, we have the the people, which are our greatest assets, um, and and we really have that mentality of go out and find a way to make it happen. And you get the you get the support of leadership. I can't tell you how many calls I've been on with um, various leaders from the verticals to all the way up to Jim Crane. I mean, been fortunate enough to been on a couple of calls with him, and it's the, I think that really makes us different because our competitors can't do that. Now, over the past two and a half years, of course, the pandemic has affected businesses globally, but uh, the Chicago station actually grew throughout that time. What's the secret to Chicago's success? Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's a, a lot of different reasons. Um, you know, there were some big business sold by our colleagues around the world that we were fortunate enough to be able to support. Um, we did a lot of charter uh, work on behalf of uh, our Houston colleagues, um, along with Shanghai, and that really helped spur some growth. On top of that, we, you know, we've, we've grown organically. The team in sales has done a real nice job growing the ocean product. So as the ocean market got tougher, we were able to reap the rewards of the market kind of going uh, in, in a steep increase. Um, but we're again, it's that same mentality. I think we're, we're looking for ways to say yes. We're looking for new new business partners and uh, why we keep and grow our existing business partners. A couple of things that we did strategically was we were able to finally open up a bonded CFS here uh, in Chicago, which allows us to um, accept non-cleared cargo so we can add some value for clients that have those needs. We're also going to be a screening facility here in the future, which again, we eliminate touch points to our clients' cargo, which helps us maintain the integrity of their, their, their shipments. Um, and then the contract logistics market has continued to grow as we've developed as a company in that arena. We continue to look for opportunities to support our clients' needs there as well. So it sounds to me as if the team as a whole pulling together all of these opportunities that you're all able to seize and work on has really led to the growth of the Chicago station. So that's, that's a lot of people doing a lot of jobs to make that success happen. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've, we've, we've built the team quite a bit over the last two years and, and they've done an excellent job kind of rolling up their sleeves every day and coming to work in a very challenging market. I mean, it's never been this challenging and again, not unique to Crane, but it's it's the mindset of the people that, that ultimately get the work done. Uh, the people are the secret ingredient, I think. I agree. Now, you know, superhero movies right now are a really big thing. So I want you to put your cape on, you know, uh, the logistics industry needs a hero. And if you had the power to get the industry into a better position right now, where would you start? That's, I mean, I think that's a great question. Um, you know, communication is always always the biggest thing. You know, when we're talking to clients, the biggest void they have is that communication. And I, I don't remember where I, where I heard it here, but I know there was a saying for a crane for a long time where bad news doesn't get better with time. So I don't know if there's a Mr. Communicator or uh, something, something that would allow us to have that superhuman strength to communicate and really be front and center to the client. I mean, that's end of the day things go wrong. It's it's what you're doing to, to solve those challenges for the customer. 
So you would be kept in communication. That's that was good. That was quick. I like that. <laughs> I like that a whole lot. That'll be our superpower. In order to get things moving in the right direction, communication. Well, Ryan, before we wrap things up, are there any final thoughts you'd like to share with us? I think we touched on them all, Joseph. I'm, I'm grateful to have the opportunity to, to meet with you and uh, share some of my, my thoughts and experiences here at Crane. I think it's been a great, uh, great eight years and looking forward to another eight. So thanks very much for having me. Ryan, I can't thank you enough for coming on and educating us on who you are, what you do, and what we can keep an eye out for. So thank you so much. Thanks, Joseph. Take care. And thank you, dear listener, for tuning in. Remember, you can find all episodes of Coffee with Crane, as well as our Spanish-language podcast, Café con Crane, on our YouTube channel. Be sure to subscribe with that, as well as on your favorite podcast player. And when you do, be sure to like, share, comment, follow, give us a five-star review, whatever you can do. It really does help our little show to grow. So, until next time, I'll have a hot cup waiting for you right here on the next episode of Coffee with Crane. Goodbye now.